You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. El Salvador became the first country to name Bitcoin as a legal tender. But for most of us, Bitcoin remains a buzzword or something we hear rich tech people betting on. A lot of us have been using digital transfers and e-wallets. So how different are they? I'm Carl Javier, Puma Podcast. And in today's Teca Teca, we'll be talking about cryptocurrency and asking if it has a chance to be a part of our daily lives. We talked to Ramon Tayag, CTO of Bloom Solutions, about crypto, Bitcoin, and whether we should start converting our pesos to satoshis. What is cryptocurrency? It's a kind of currency, like pesos, dollars, or the euro, except that it isn't tied to any nation. Rather than being tied to a national economy, it's built on a technology called blockchain. It has no physical form, and in the case of the most popular cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, its value is based on the energy that was used to run complex algorithms that created the Bitcoins. There are others like ETH or even Dogecoin, but for this episode, we'll stick to Bitcoin. It was in Bitcoin Conference 2021 in Miami, Florida, where it was first announced that El Salvador would be adopting Bitcoin as legal tender. President Nayib Bukele collaborated with Jack Maulers, founder of the payment processing company Strike, to draft the bill to make this possible. We as humanity can do almost anything that we imagine. In El Salvador, we are trying to rescue this idea and start the design of a country for the future, using the best ingredients that makes us who we are, while using sensibility to find the best examples of ideas from history and around the world. I believe Bitcoin could be one of these ideas. Using Bitcoin facilitates easier cross-border money transfer without the taxes and fees usually deducted by banks and remittance centers. Bitcoin has been in use in El Salvador even before the Bitcoin law. Ramon Tayag explains how it's becoming legal tender stands out. When a country makes something legal tender, it has to be something that can be used to expunge like debts, public and private, right? So that means if the courts say, okay, just pay up, then you pay up in the legal tender or tenders of the country. El Salvador, their legal tender was the US dollar up until recently, and now it's both US dollar and Bitcoin. Part of the appeal of digital wallets and cryptocurrency is with how much easier it is to access money from wherever you are. All you need is a smartphone and an internet connection. Bitcoin, because nobody controls it, you can sign up wherever you are as long as you have an internet connection and start receiving or sending that Bitcoin. Now, it is the lack of needing to ask for permission that I think 
makes Bitcoin a good contender to be the transport layer of the value. Like if I were to send money from the US to the Philippines, I could use Bitcoin and do it instantly, very similar to how it's going to be done in El Salvador. And that can be converted to pesos on the recipient's wallet instantly. The major difference between Bitcoin and these other systems like PayPal, Gcash, Paymaya is that Bitcoin is decentralized. It's not controlled by a single or even several organizations, while the others are. The others can be shut down. You need permission to use them. You need to show ID. They are controlled by their respective companies, and the companies can be coerced by the governments to do something. Globally, there has been a rise in brands accepting crypto payments like Microsoft, Save the Children, and even Starbucks. In the Philippines, Ramon Tayag and Bloom Solutions have tried to integrate crypto in day-to-day transactions. One application is with OFW remittances. We created a remittance product where we used Bitcoin underneath. So we would partner with a remittance company abroad and Bitcoin was a means of settlement. So meaning to say when they wanted to top up with us, they could send us Bitcoin to do so. We noticed that there were increasing interest in cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. So we had the idea of having over-the-counter physical locations where people could buy and sell Bitcoin, whether that's for remittance or trading. In theory, having Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency can serve as a fallback in case of economic crisis or persecution from governments. Say a country's national currency becomes devalued and has weak purchasing power. An individual who has Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency saved up will still be able to buy things. Another example is if a person's possessions and assets are seized by the state. Their bank accounts might be frozen, but their crypto wallet would remain untouched because it falls outside of the controls of the state. Despite its fluctuating value, more people are curious about cryptocurrency. There is an optimistic outlook to how Bitcoin can be beneficial to people in distress, can help refugees, victims of conflict and disasters, and nations who are economically unstable. However, accessibility to Bitcoin is still a hurdle to overcome. One main way to own Bitcoin, if not through compensation, is through investing and purchasing Bitcoin. What is the current market value for Bitcoin? It's a little less than 3 million pesos for one Bitcoin. In all honesty, I have bought and used cryptocurrencies, but I don't know if I would advise anyone to get into them as an investment. They are a technology that shows promise, but whether they gain mass adoption at the level of our credit cards and digital payment systems, or they go the way of trendy technoflops, the jury is still out. And I wouldn't take the word of tech billionaire investors driving their adoption in coming to my verdict. Again, I'm Carl Javier. This episode was produced by Hannah Pagila and edited by Carl Sayan. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Maraming salamat po. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.